I'm Adam. I'm Drew. I'm John. And I'm Nick. And you are listening to the Archive. Our ever-growing library of everything, one hour at a time. Hey, we're here. Where? In the prefatorium. We do two things here. Mm-hmm. Drink beer. Wait a minute. How did you get beer in your pod? <sighs> and did Kick you get the pod with a bar? Yeah. <laughs> you guys, you can, they're free upgrades. Man, I'm quitting this pod. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, do you, do you want to finish your joke? And we're all out of ass. Yeah, but we actually, um, the two things we do here are uh, talk about show matters and read comments. I don't believe we have any show matters unless I'm gravely mistaken. (laughs) It would be a very grave mistake. It would be a grave mistake. Grave mistake. <laughs> Taking on Bigfoot this weekend at Keel Center that they were doing. The Keel Center. <laughs> Ten dollars will buy you the whole seat, but you only need the edge. <laughs> Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. All right. Anyway, uh, so no, uh, no show matters. Oh so, wait, I have oh, a show matter. Okay. The prefatorial Pooba is back. Oh, there he is. Oh, right. Yeah. Took a little little mecation last week. That's the only matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, well, actually, tell me, there's, there's one more show matter. If you recall, two weeks ago, mm-hmm. we implemented a new uh, thing where each episode we tell uh, Faces, a.k.a. Uh, Azrael, a.k.a. Xavier, um, a phrase he had to say to repeat to prove he was listening. Is it each episode? That's what we'd said. It was just the one, I think, but now yeah. it's each episode. Well, regardless of what was said, it only happened once so far. So Yes, so he wanted to point out, like, hey, didn't happen last week. Hmm. Well, then he can uh, write a letter. Right, well, that's much a letter, <laughs> but a comment, um, which brings us to our second thing we do here. Uh, hey, John, you got any comments? Dose. Dos Equis, not the beer I'm drinking. The first one. Oh, I should say these are both uh, comments on our Disney conveyance episode. The first comment comes from Mike Westfall. Yeah. Mike Westfall. Yeah. Check. Mike says, I kept my monorail co-pilot license, which I'm not sure they give out anymore now that Writing in the cockpit is banned. And he has a picture here of his monorail co-pilot oh, good, license. Good, good. I didn't even know this was a thing. I didn't yeah, know that? that this had ever been given out. But it is, a, it is a little card that you get that you can put your name on. And it says, Walt Disney World monorail system co-pilot license. Wow. Did he... Is that all he says? Yeah, that's it. I'd hey, be Mike curious. Westfall, you've been to a Turkish prison. Did, yeah, did you have to sit on the pilot's lap to get the co-pilot license? <laughs> but this is the w- thing we didn't talk about. We didn't talk about riding in the cockpit of the, the monorail right. last week. I've done it once for like a quarter leg of the of the journey. 
It, I wasn't in there very long. I and it was very clouded. I remember like it looked like uh, the 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 glass was really like scuffed up or or uh, dirty or whatever. So it wasn't the greatest view. Yeah, I've never ridden in the cockpit. I'm curious. Um, Drew, you're so jealous right now. I am. I'm seething. <laughs> and I want to know how he got that card. Yeah, I do too. I, I Where like, does he get such what, wonderful cards? <laughs> <laughs> was it just something you could buy at the gift shop, or was it something you earned? Do you like somewhere? gladiator movies? <laughs> All I can tell you about this is that it is authorized by Mickey Mouse. Ooh. Wow. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Gorsh. Do you guys want to hear? Thank you, Mike. Thank you for that. And thank you for bringing us, uh, making us aware of the Monorail Co pilot license. Um, do we, do you want to hear a second comment? You know, I do. I'll pass. <laughs> All right. I'll t- Let's um, get ready to go I'll, to the hour. I'll take, I'll take mine offline. Yeah. <laughs> so, John, you're the tiebreaker. Uh, well, since it, it directly addresses something that was brought up recently, I guess we should, um, yeah. we should curry this comment. Uh, it is from Kid Creeper. This kid creeps. This kid creeps. Kid Creeper is here to make a comment on this boss. You better believe. Uh, he says, uh, my last comment got deleted. <laughs> Whoa. I wonder what his last comment said. That's, that's why he didn't say it. He just said my last <laughs> comment got deleted. Well, no, there's more to it than that, but. Oh, okay. Yeah. That was just how he started. If he, if he had only said that, I would that have would dubbed have... him King Creeper I, right that's then. That's all he had to have done. <laughs> well, he ruined it with the rest of this comment. No, actually this, this works out really well. Uh, he says, I haven't gone to any Disney parks, therefore I haven't ridden any Disney conveyors. Just for kicks, at 43.20, Drew was talking about the first thing he did <laughs> after he got on a bus from Disney Springs, and he went to, quote, the Polynesian Hotel. Just showing that I am still listening. Comment streak 12. <laughs> very good, very good. I, I believe on our last episode um, with you and you and I, John, I had I like there's something came up where we had to make a decision and I said that the poobah was really the only person who could make that decision but I can't remember what it was now. Do you remember this conversation? I think well it was about who can who can bestow king creepership, I think. I mean the I'm assuming the poobah we need, we need a quorum in order to do that. Well, I I just assume the poobah listened to at least that section of the show, you know, give to to make sure that I'm doing my job as the Goomba. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I have implicit trust in you. <laughs> uh, secondly, I definitely I have no bearing on creeper creeper dog. Oh, okay. That is, that is out of my jurisdiction. That is either oh, wow. uh, handed off from uh, creeper to creeper, mm-hmm. or as John was saying, we have a a. Uh, <laughs> diplomatic conversation about it and then uh bestow yeah. the title but i i, I wash my hands of it you know given so he, that this is an election year i kind of wonder if maybe we need to have ourselves a good old-fashioned democratic uh contest to see 
you know, maybe if people put forth a campaign to earn the I vote. I love this idea. For King just, Creeper uh, ship. Are we going to let anyone who was ever Creeper, King Creeper, be allowed I don't allowed see why not. This? I mean, as All long right, as Nick, they're 35 back years in the running. old, it's, it seems like... No, 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 no. I've already served two terms. I'm good. <laughs> I... Hey, if that's what the people want, you don't have a choice. So. They could always write in. Stop being a host. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Big writing campaign. You get it written in, you get it. <laughs> well, yeah, King Creeper, uh, or Kid Creeper, I should say. Ooh, careful. Uh, Ooh, careful oh, now. Oh, careful. I'm really excited there. I don't, I don't mean to... To reveal my vote necessarily <laughs> prematurely, but uh, Kid Creeper, thanks for that great comment. Uh, keep it up, and you never know. Maybe there's uh, there's a new job for you in the future. Mm. That doesn't pay. Right? What is the? Uh, that doesn't, doesn't pay at all. Doesn't pay fact, anything. You might owe us money. It's, yeah. You gotta pay your dues. <laughs> <laughs> um, what we uh, what we what we chat about this week, fellas? I know. That's why I asked. Well, we're going to we're, we're, we're heading in, so let's just, you know. Yeah. Uh, let's, well, let the, let's let the people, like, okay. you know, get a taste for it before we head Adam, in. Yes. Adam. Yeah. Please lower your Adam, voice. will you let Drew talk? Nick. We Adam. Nick. Adam. Nick. <laughs> just let Drew talk. Please lower Please. your voice. Can you help me find? Adam. <laughs> Please lower your voice. I'm sorry. We're about to walk into the archive library. What are we gonna see? We're going to the library. I'm moving down the aisle with my homies in tow. We're grooving in the home of the librarian. Yo. She checks us out from behind thick glasses. We walk right past and we wiggle our asses. Hemingway, Lawrence, Chekhov, and Miller. Was a freak. All right. Shh, Drew. Keep it down. Sorry. Sorry. Do the whole okay, we're we're back. we're here in the archive. And today we're talking about libraries. Um, the archive has a library in it, and that's where. Well, okay, let me back up. We should try to get our voices to match the same timbre to make it really hard to know who's talking. Did you say timbre? Timbre, tambourine. Yeah. Um, as you all know, we've been social distancing during these unprecedented times. And we're still doing that, but <clears throat> also we're, uh, in, in your imagination, we're all four of us in a magic library that doesn't have any viruses in it, so we can all be here together. There well, plus fire. nobody's been in it since, <laughs> Whoa. Like, I mean, wow. no one, no one has entered this library. <laughs> Since yeah, the virus no, was present, right. so it's fine. It's a safe space. I guess there space. is no librarian. <laughs> That's right. There's no librarian. There's a skeleton sitting at a desk, but I don't know if... Uh, the, sign does, the sign does say shush, so, yeah. Yeah, well, we'll just not eat. Well, we can speak just, in our... Let's not eat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just keep it a, to a dull roar. Right. I'm never allowed Okay, libraries. Wow, what a great topic we've selected this week. How did it take us this long to get <laughs> go, here? Go us. I'm man. actually kind of surprised we have not discussed libraries before this. I don't think it's even really come up in a, you know, in Ever. a tangential way. Mm. I feel like I probably mentioned it a couple of times. I spent I a lot of time in libraries. I don't. I don't know that it 
I don't. I don't think so. I don't no, think so. I, I, could be wrong. <laughs> I don't think you have. <laughs> Nick is, is Nick frozen. <laughs> he's just, he's just be respectful of the quiet. Yeah. I'm here. Can we have um, this? Oh, can we have the sound of silence be our walking music, John? You can cut that out. <laughs> I I love. I can, love I when can Adam does that. music cues in the middle of the episode. Cut the full part out here. It just and then the, requests to cut it out. Just, just, it just popped in my head. What's great is when I use a different song, but I leave this discussion. <laughs> then, yes, in. yes. That, that is the best part. That is pretty good. Uh, anyway, libraries. Um, what was the band that did the, the cover of Sound of Silence recently? Uh, Adam. Slipknot, was it? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was it? I don't know. That's libraries. Drew, get on, stay on topic, would you please? What do you guys think about libraries? Let's get a general general reaction to it. Drew, go. I I <laughs> I like libraries. Um, I haven't been to one. I mean, I, in the past few years, I have been to one, but there was a big gap between my childhood um, and adulthood where I didn't go to a library for a very long time. And when I finally did go back to one, I was really surprised at how much There's they books had here? changed. <laughs> and not only are there books, there's games and music and computers and, yeah. Games. Um, and so I was, I think, you know, when we were kids, you could get, I guess you could still get stuff like that. You could get uh, music. Um, yeah, but it was like most libraries, their selection was classical and right. jazz. And uh, Two Live Crew was never available. It was always no, checked out. Time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as a kid, I always liked going. It was much like a you know a bookstore, which I also love going to, where it just feels like there's. Uh, endless possibilities of what you might find yeah pretty much anything book related when i was a kid i was all about um spent many 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 countless hours in the library adam here's a question in response to your comment did you enjoy did you enjoy going to the library to obtain things i mean i guess this applies to everybody but um did did you go? Did you enjoy more going there to obtain things that you would then take home and read, or did you prefer to uh, read things in the library? Oh, good question. Um, probably, if I had to take the two, more the latter. Mm-hmm. I still enjoy taking things home. Uh, I I mean, the let me, ladders in libraries. The, <laughs> the, the, yeah, the book <laughs> ladders are pretty cool. Is the coolest thing. <laughs> let me. There's a there's a caveat to this. The public library, definitely go and hang out and read and have a good time. The school library, check things out, take them home. Huh. Okay. I didn't. Why is that? Know, um. Probably because I was well. See, I say this, but then at the computer school, there was this thing called the bubble room, and 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 the library. What's the, the bubble, bubble room? room? The bubble room was awesome. It was this. Uh, so you imagine a library, and then there's this huge set of. Hang doubles. on, hang on, hang on. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine a library. Okay. There's books I got in it. here. 
Um, so you walk in, right, and there's the main part of, of the library. And the library is, um, let's see, did anyone go to Webster School District besides me? No. We're all Kirkwoods. <laughs> F off. Anyway. Um, that library had two bubble rooms. Yeah. The, um, there's a, there's a, uh, the sixth grade middle school. Underneath it was where I went to my grade school, K through five. Um, though I didn't go there, K through five, whatever. There's a huge set of double stairs led down to the grade school, right? So you got the two two layer effect. You know what I'm talking about? Is this the library? Uh, this is the school in general. I'm, I'm getting there. So in the upper is part, is this episode about schools? <laughs> it's about, Can bubble, you it's about bubble rooms. The geography of the school within <laughs> Webster Groves, because <laughs> I'm not following. Can you plot so, Webster Groves on a map? <laughs> I, I can. So second floor of the building, right? You have the sixth grade, the middle school. And part of that was the library. But the grade school got to use it also. So we'd walk up these big double set of stairs. Ah. And, and hey, make a U-turn. <clears throat> and uh, go into the library. So you walk into the library, and to the left is the um, librarian's desk, and then the library at, at proper, if you will. But if you immediately make another U-turn, so now you're physically ah. above the double steps, there mm-hmm. was a probably 10 by 10 room that had... Um, uh, imagine um, like a half sphere plexiglass dome. Mm-hmm. On, on imagine it was like a size of like a dice or, or a die yeah. rather. On a each side, bubble. Yes, exactly. Oh, yeah, and yeah, on yeah. Each side was except for the floor had a bubble on it, and you could sit in there. And there's like pillows, and you could sit in one of the bubbles, and you could read. And it was really it was like a little. It was lovely. It was very very nice. Great place okay. to read. Did like your voice uh, echo in there? No, echo it was very, there. it was very nice echo and quiet. In there. Oh. Echo in there, echo. Thank you, Drew. Adam, I, yes. I have to tell you, I get the the same experience when Francie goes to a restaurant that she likes, and I ask her how the food was. She tells me, she spends ten minutes telling me how to get there, <laughs> and then she tells me <laughs> how the food is. Look, you asked me what a bubble room was, and I think without the context, you wouldn't. I've been like, it's a room with with spheres on the side you've been like okay i don't get it is so, it i mean is that's it, the only thing i remember at this point but is it kind of like <laughs> like a mcdonald's play place you have oh, those yeah. those kind of yeah. yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. that's pretty cool. cool it was really cool so I could... so i would like to read in, in that one mm-hmm. in the, and hang out in there um i guess going way back to the question i don't know why I would prefer to take things home from the school and not the actual library, uh, public library, but I did. Mm-hmm. I, I, as far as school versus public public library, I didn't really have time to sit unless it was dedicated like library time, um, which we didn't really get. It was sort of really? like go to the library, oh get gosh. the book you need for your project, and then work on your project, yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah, I mean, rarely, maybe I'm misremembering, but I feel like we never really got just like, oh, go here's some time to go to the library and read a book. Um, but even with the public library, the public library, I think there were times where my mom would like be looking for something to read and I would sit in the kids area and read something until she was done. Um, but usually we were just bringing stuff back to the house. Yeah, I, I think I agree with um, Adam 
on that because the school library was always like extra strict about being quiet because they have to, you know, maintain order with a bunch of children. Um, whereas at the library, the public library, you just kind of were going with the flow of everything. You could take a look at uh, certain books in that public library that you couldn't at the school one. <laughs> I need to know what these books are. Like you know what I'm Tom about. Sawyer or... Uh... Jeez, where'd you go to school, man? Mein Kampf? <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, I was just wondering what books you would be into. Jeez. You know... There were, like, about... four copies of Mein Kampf in my high school library. Are you serious? Four copies. I, I'm not kidding. It, that's... Probably because it is a historical book. I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... If they had one for every student, then I would be really concerned. <laughs> <laughs> when you sign up for high school, they handed it out. You know. Uh, no, uh, books about ladies. What do you mean? <laughs> like, I was... Eat, Richard Jones' diary? I was reading... Look, I was doing a lot of drawing, right? And I needed to learn how to draw... The female form, ipso facto. What like biology that's the female books? form, ipso facto. Yes. Oh, never mind. We'll stop talking. Are, are, okay, this is I'm, this is an actual question. Are were there adult books? No, no, no. Just like the books on how to draw the human like figure. Art, okay, yeah. Human. Okay, figure yes. drawings type books. Yes. yes. Okay. The pictures in those books were very art. informative. Artwork. Yes. I was um, just thinking that like the the public library had oh it always felt like more legit like hmm. it it had newer stuff it had sure a wider more diverse array of stuff it had periodicals which I feel like the school library didn't have anything and I was never interested in reading books I just wanted to read magazines so the school library didn't have anything to offer me except for like highlights and who wants to read that yeah our library had it newspapers the school library, mm. mm-hmm. but that was yeah. We I don't think we had periodical. If we did it, they were very old. Only yeah. periodically, yeah. Yeah, what I one of my favorite things as a kid about going to the public library was um, uh, sitting at one of those uh, like microfilm uh, oh, microfiche yeah. microfiche machines. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> That is yes. what I was thinking about this episode. How much time was spent in school, in like middle school, teaching us how to research through libraries? <laughs> Outdated technology. Yeah. <laughs> Microfilm like, and microfiche. And... Microfiche was a, like, you know. The Dewey Decimal do... System. Dewey yeah. Did you guys ever have tests on that? Yeah. I had tests. Were... We had to be tested on it. Yeah. Like every year there would be a refresher in it because this is very important <laughs> in the future. You're going to need to use this all the time. You can't learn anything without... And they yeah. weren't wrong. I mean, they were wrong. Well, but... at that time, they were yeah. right. But Yeah, they were right for years and years, huh? I mean, for, for a long yeah. time, it was it was necessary. And they just, we just happened to be but the generation... Well, the minute we got out of school, it was <laughs> yeah. over. Pretty much. But it still applies now, for the, libraries. Like, the Dewey Decimal System was invented in 1876, so it had a good run. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. But I still I employ it. If I go to a new library, I know exactly where 
where to go Mr. based on the Dewey Decimal System. Mr. Vintage over here. I do. Yeah. I used to have a lot of it memorized. I, I knew anymore. he would eschew any uh, digital means of looking something up. Well, but Adam, you still need the Dewey Decimal System, even if you look it up digitally at a library. It's it's you? still going to reference the the location of a book based on the Dewey Decimal System. Oh, what are you saying, Nick? Uh, I was wondering what the Dewey Decimal number for drawings of naked ladies is. <laughs> I, I, th- I think it was the nine hundreds. <laughs> it was five eight zero zero eight. No, seven hundreds. Seven hundreds. Uh, I was close. Um. <laughs> What did you just type into Google? Was it just art or drawings classes. of naked ladies? I'm under the Dewey Decimal page. I looked at classes oh, okay. and arts and recreations of the 700 series. So okay. class, sorry, center class. Um, did you get? Would you guys play with those microfiche things? Like I never was looking for anything. I just really enjoyed <laughs> cycling through it. Microfiche or microfilm? What's the and, difference? Yeah, Drew, you know what the difference is? No, I just asked what it is. Oh my god! I think it's I think it's the it size. I can't really remember. <laughs> yeah, if I recall, I think the film is like, uh, it's much. You can fit much smaller data on film. Well, but was the machine the same? No, I think they were both. They were they were different machines. With the microfilm, you're basically just like scanning a strip of film. Incorrect. Um, no. Okay. Microfilm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, microfilm, microfiche. Microfilm is a reel of 16 millimeter or 35 millimeter. Microfiche is a flat sheet of images. Both can be used. Uh, That's exactly what I was just saying. Yeah, he did. But they say can that. be in the same machine. Oh, okay. oh which was the incorrect uh-huh. part. So, partially, partially correct. <laughs> Go back so. to your bubble room. <laughs> bubble room is awesome. Incorrect. Like I'm. <laughs> I know this is super silly and never going to actually happen, but I would like. Somehow love to take you guys actually there to see it once. It is just a neat. Why couldn't thing it happen? It's still there. We're right? under quarantine. Yeah. Jeez, John. <laughs> yeah, which means there's nobody in that school. We could easily Dang. break in. I like the way you're thinking. Anyway, I loved, I loved just cycling through. And 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 I would stop random. I don't. I don't. I mean, I would spend a lot of time at this thing, and I didn't read any of the article, you know, any of what was on the screen, but I would just cycle for a while, stop, cycle, stop. Like, <laughs> I think I think it was because it was such a physical the mechanism of it. Yeah, yeah you, like, you could really feel that thing chugging. It sort of, you're... like, it made me think of, like, um, movies from the 70s where like reporters go looking for clues or something. Mm -hmm. It felt like very, uh, it felt like a very adult thing to do, even though it didn't make any sense. And it seemed like a waste of time and kind of boring, but yeah, I, I feel like I, I looked up something really absurd one time. I was trying to find like stuff on like the Salem witch trials or something that was like way beyond. I was looking at pages from like 1978 looking for like articles on the Salem witch trials. Where is it? They've hidden it. This is interesting. So, you know, Johnny just said that, um, that, oh, the Dewey Decimal System is still used for classification purposes. And if you got to know it still, uh, it's not actually for the most part incorrect incorrect <laughs> um so uh it 
it's been described as archaic and being biased towards an Anglo-American worldview. Very um, interesting. In 2007-2008, it was pretty much abandoned for the BISAC, uh, Book Industry Standards and Communications System. Um, BISAC. Uh, in 2007-2008. Um, hmm. Most countries... Um, most Except libraries for in the United America. States, no, most countries in the United <laughs> States... Most cities in the United States... Um, Except and other countries have also pretty much abandoned it, and it's, it's been replaced by this BISEC system. Wow. Yep. It, does the BISEC system still use like a numeric uh, classification structure? Uh, let's see. Um, but it's like I don't base know. 12. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <that's, laughs> that'd be amazing. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, yeah, I wanted to. I'm already delving a little deeper than I wanted to on this, but there's three three main reasons why it got they they dumped this thing. Um, first of all, uh, especially early on, uh, homosexuality was listed uh, until way recent, more recently than you'd think, under the uh, mental derangements and abnormal psychology oh, section. God. Um, and in eight, 1989, it was still listed under social problems. Um, it wasn't until 96 it kind of was finally brought out of that um, religion basically if it wasn't Christianity it got put into kind of other lower random areas hmm. um, and then this is the kicker women um, women were uh, topic only in women, the 700s <laughs> where they were naked <laughs> the topic women were classified under uh, etiquette not gender whoa <laughs> It wasn't changed until version 17, whatever the hell that was. Wow. Um, that That's interesting, though, that they didn't just fix the Dewey Decimal system. Yeah. Instead, they switched to something different. Yeah. Yeah, is there something inherent in that structure that, that you know, leads to those kind of categorizations? Or, like, th- that would lead them to be like, well, let's just abandon that and, you know, start a new one. I mean, I know we don't know the answer to that, but what an what an interesting question I posed. We'll wait for yeah. Adam to look it up. Creepers, if you know the answer to this, faces, um, uh, this would be a good one for you to answer. I I have I did do one piece of research for this episode. Oh, so I'm gonna unle- unleash it upon you now. Um, <clears throat> I think I stated couple episodes ago that I have been playing a video game called Assassin's Creed Origins um, which is set in <laughs> which is set in uh, ancient Egypt and um, at, also going back to the male episode right the, the what the male yes yeah, yeah that's what we're talking about yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right and in that game, you can visit the library of Alexandria. Oh, nice. Ah. <clears throat> so that got me interested in, like, what was that library all about? And it's pretty fascinating. It's full of assassins. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, that's what I learned from the video game. But <laughs> um, So the library of Alexandria, the plans for that library were originally laid out by Alexander the Great. Um, he wanted to collect all of the knowledge in the world under one roof. That was his goal. Um, and he wanted that roof to exist in the city that was named after him. 
Um, he actually died before construction even began on the library. Library, library. It's hard to. Why do we do this episode? It's hard to say library. No, it's not. Can you say it, Nick? Library. (laughs) Library. Yeah, that was a little. (laughs) So he died before it could be (laughs) built. So he's dead. But uh, Ptolemy the first. Not so great now, huh? He saw it through, and uh, around 300 BCE, um, and he would bring in, Ptolemy I would bring in scholars to study at the library and pay for them to, to live in Alexandria and study there. Um, they, they wanted so much of the world's knowledge that Ptolemy III enacted a policy where if a ship docked at Alexandria... Uh, they couldn't, well, they couldn't dock unless they turned over all books Herpes treatments. That they had. <laughs> oh, sorry. What? Herpes treatments first, right? Sailors, <laughs> no, man, that, come that on. Was not a, con- not yeah, a concern. I think it was. Go on. <laughs> um, you couldn't dock at Alexandria if you didn't turn over all the books on your ship um, to uh, the, the, the scribes at the library, and those scribes would then make a copy of every book and then give the copies to the ships. So they would keep Whoa. the originals at the library. Um, they also hired uh, book hunters who would travel the world collecting books to bring back to Alexandria. Um, uh, the Library of Alexandria you did not use the Dewey Decimal System. Um, the books were cataloged using... A catalog Huey created <laughs> the Huey Lewis and the News <laughs> Decimal System. Uh, no, they were cataloged by a guy named uh, Kalamakis of Cyrene. It was Ooh, the first. What a great it name! The, it was the first catalog of its kind. Um, Is that where that network comes from? Kalamakis uh, catalog? No, I don't hmm. think so. Kalamakis, Kalamakis. Uh, right, still. Cal- maybe, maybe, maybe yeah. probably not. Here's two letters. Um, <laughs> so, um, it was. It's long been. There's a misconception that the library was burned down when Julius Caesar sacked Alexandria, but um, it's more likely what? It's too dumb. Uh, go on. Go on. Okay. <laughs> It's more well, likely that just a portion of the library was damaged um, because there are accounts of it existing beyond Julius Caesar's attack. And he, or, or the um, Alexandria, the city, changed hands so many times in its existence from different nations uh, that um, the assumption is that just over time the library was, you know, not taken care of, that a lot of people who a lot of the rulers who took over saw it more as a threat to have that knowledge available than a good thing. And so by the end of the 5th century CE, the the uh, library was gone. Um, and there are no surviving accounts of its architecture, so we don't actually really know what it looks like either. Huh. Um, but they do know sort of what was in... They, knew, they know they were like lecture halls and... In the right, study so rooms. Two stories, and the 
Yeah, they had a bubble uh, room. <laughs> <laughs> Students are on the bottom story. What was uh, what was the guy's name again? Uh, Kalamakis, I believe. Calam, how do you spell that? Uh, let me tell you. C a l l i m a c h u s of Cyrene. Hmm. All right. <laughs> But anyway, the, I I think one of the things that I found most interesting there was the ships that would dock that they would take their books. Yeah. And I mean, keep them. They they got the copies back. Yeah, right. I like that a lot, but I also like the book hunters. Yeah. I think that's a video game right there. Yeah. Well, I did and Nick, I now I did make a note and for my in my personal notebook to have a book hunter character. In a in a comic book, so don't you dare! Uh, did was you it really? A, yes. Was it Wind Hunter or Tide Hunter or whatever it was? No, it's not Tide Hunter, <laughs> and it's not what you think it is either. Oh, okay. <laughs> but I also I was really um, I found that really fascinating as well, Nick. The book hunter thing. That's such a cool concept of someone you know just traveling the world. Yeah. The, especially the ancient world. Oh you know? wait, hold on. Yeah. Let's cast this movie. What? Who, who Nick is Cage. That was the easy. Book Hunter. No, Nicholas Cage. That was Liam simple. Neeson. They're brothers. They're cousins. Uh, They're brothers. Liam Neeson's good. Well, one of them's a good book hunter. One's a there bad book hunter. Oh. I think it's going to need to be somebody younger than Liam Neeson. I agree. In, I agree. At no, the height he's... of book hunting, it was a really, it was a cutthroat game. Um, and... Guys, you got this. This is easy. And... Nick Cage is the bad one. Liam Neeson is the good one, but he dies. And teaching like his protege. Guy yes. who played solo. Oh, okay, <laughs> and can we get name? some diversity Alden. into this movie? Both race Alden. and gender. Yes, for the, the, sake. the the protege Drew, is all a black of the lady. women Jeez. in Alexandria era were naked in books. <laughs> etiquette. That's, that's it. In etiquette, yeah, they were very discreetly nude women. Uh, uh, that's. Go ahead, Adam. Oh, it's a catalog comes from the old uh, Latin. <laughs> Catalogus, um, previously from Greek catalogos, and then uh, comes from catalagen to pick out or enroll. The best, the best word definitions are when the Latin word is exactly the same as the actual word. No, no, no. Catalogus, the catalog. Um, but that's your little history lesson on the Library of Alexandria. Oh, you mean the history? Of Library of Alexandria. I like the idea of having that after. The yeah. Right. yeah. <laughs> also, John, can you play The Sound of Silence right now? <laughs> <laughs> but not the original, the cover by who was it that did the cover? Right. <laughs> was it was it I can't remember. Did One we ever finish that... asking the original question about who likes libraries? I think we did. Oh what? Uh... The original question was, what do you think about libraries? Right. Did Nick ever answer that? Nick did. Oh, did John? I don't think I did. Yeah, there you go. Go for did it. Did Nick or did I lie? I I don't even know. I I agreed with Adam about the uh, division. Oh, maybe, the yeah, maybe that. that's what yeah. I was. All right. John, don't talk. <laughs> Nick. You answered. This um, is this is good too to have like a a general question. Two of us answer it, and then we and then move we... on. 
<laughs> then we come back to it later. <laughs> we we can move on. But no, no, um, no. What does Nick think? Uh, I liked libraries um, growing up. Um, I was thinking about it, and I like I remember going with my mom to the like the small local public library in my city uh, in South Carolina, and. Um, and I remembered just like uh, finding this book series that I haven't thought about in years, but it was the first um, series that I like kind of glommed onto, and it was about a dwarf detective. And <laughs> I need to look this up. I I want to say the author's name was like Cheeseboro or something, maybe Chessboro. Hmm. Um, Adam's just not going to look that up. Fine, that's okay. That's cool. I, you no, it's, it's I fine. was going to, and I thought I, <laughs> you no. You look up your things. I'll look up mine. It's cool. Um, but I remember, you know, getting this like thick book and hardback and bringing it home and flying. Mongo it. the Magnificent. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I do, guys. Look shit up. Thank you, <laughs> George C. Chessbro. All right, that was close. Oh, wow, yeah, that was pretty close. Um, and yeah, I was in elementary school when I read that. And uh, his first appearance was Shadow of a Broken Man. His last appearance was Lord of Ice and Loneliness. I don't. Neither of those ring a bell, but it's you know been so long since I've even thought about it. Oh, here we um, go. Let's do a, a listination of the <laughs> Mongo the Magnificent novels. Only, only, only Nick is to play. <laughs> oh no! Can you remember a single one of them? No. I'm out. I'm. I. I think you win just for getting the cheese guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, and then the, this is just a weird little detail. But do you remember those stools that when you stand on they roll, but when you stand on them they drop down a little bit? Yes, that they're black and they like yeah. it's, it's very satisfying. Oh. Yeah. sound when you push yeah, down on Angie them. Yeah, has one of those, and so every <gasps> once in a while... Like right know, now she does? Yeah. Go get go it! Get yeah, it go get it. <laughs> those, I'm being All serious. Right. Like, I want to hear that yes, noise, dude. Do not pause. Keep going. But why done. didn't you sit on that for this? Seriously. Or did I? <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. He's going to go get it. We're not going to pause recording. He said not to. He's going to get it. In the meantime, John... <clears throat> what about you? In the meantime, John. Uh, I I love libraries and always have. God, I wish you'd just stop love talking them. right there. Uh, I love libraries. I love them. I, I like totals. Wait a minute. I love those libraries. <laughs> Do you still go to them? Not, um, no, with not with any regularity, and not to, um usually not to really access the collection. If I go to a library now, it's mostly just to explore the space. Um, Interesting. And just be there and see see what... And you kind of alluded to this earlier. I think, Adam, it was you that kind of um, talked about this a little bit, how uh, every library is a little bit different. Um, not just in like the materials that they have, but just in the way that they present them and the... Mm-hmm. The environment can can be very different, and the the public library that I grew up going to most regularly was a little suburban branch of the county system, um, and it was it was basically just one room, 
with shelves throughout um, hmm. and the and the collections broken up in there. But when I was 15, I think, I went to the downtown uh, headquarters library oh, for the yeah. first time. Um, and that, I, I, I've never forgotten that experience. It was a completely, it, it was, you know, the the library that you see in movies. It, yeah, I had yeah. no idea that it was real. I thought it was just a movie thing. Um, Have you been there since the remodel? Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. And I, I, I think they did an okay job, but... The 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 signature piece of that library that has changed um, used to be the the kind of special collections that were sort of off off limits behind the behind oh, the wow. wall. The restricted and, section, essentially. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I went on a tour before they did the renovations of that library, so they let you actually go back there. And this this is a building that was built with funds. It was a Carnegie Library, which was. Um, uh, the result of a donation that Andrew Carnegie, the steel uh, magnet, yeah. made to the arts of the United States. And, and he basically just said, build the, the most elaborate library you can. And he gave, he gave money to all these municipalities. And I think St. Louis might have been the first one to actually construct its library with those funds. But That's how we roll. This was, I think, 1912, <coughs> 1911 or so when this bu- library was built. And that room... Um, it's it was like three or four stories tall, and the the floor had glass in it to allow light to go to go down because they didn't have I guess at the time they didn't really have electricity that was reliable, um, so it was just it used like skylights to let daylight into the roof, and then all all of the floors were glass so that even on the lowest level you would still get light in there hmm. just naturally. Um, which I thought was super cool, but they tore all that out and they made it a big atrium, <laughs> um, which is fine. It's a, it's a nice atrium. It's very striking and it looks very cool. Uh, but that, that to me is what is most appealing about libraries now is just looking at the history and how it's evolved, how a structure has evolved to meet the needs of the changing information dynamics. Yeah. Um, and that central library is, is like, right. I would say on the forefront of that for our local area in that they have, there's space there where you can go in and reserve, like you could, you could start a podcast there. You could go into the library and, and make a movie, edit a movie, start a podcast. What? Why have we, why aren't we doing that? Because there's a pandemic, Nick. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, not, not right now, but <laughs> Nick, show us your chair. All right, I'm back. <sighs> that was exhausting. Uh, here's the chair that I got. Yeah, nice. it's not a chair. Oh, it's a wow. stool. Yeah, and if you don't know, it's one of it's like separated into thirds on the top of it. It's a very classic thing. Um, it's called. Can we, get a, a... can we get a good sound of that? Pressing, being pressed down on. That was great. Uh, that's great. It's called a kickstep, and it kickstep. has a uh, really cool logo with a lady standing on it. Um, Angie told me oh. that when she moved into her first house, her mom uh, bought this from like a yard sale down the street and gave it to her. And Angie's first thought was, "What am I going to do with this?" And now she uses it like every day. She's she hung on to it wow. ever since. That's yeah. awesome. What does she, does she, how does she use it? Uh, she 
she's responsible for reorganizing our library from the Dewey Decimal System <laughs> to the bisects. <laughs> That's part of her chores, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, John, kind of going off of something you were getting to there, I feel like when I was a kid, I always just you know assumed the library is just sort of where there are books. You know, mm-hmm. I never thought never thought of it as being something beyond that. And I think modern libraries, good ones anyway, are trying to establish establish themselves as also more of a community center. You know, as mm-hmm. as a as you were saying, like a place where you can go and learn or create um not just you know consume but also like the consume part moving beyond just books and like we were saying earlier you're able to get movies video games music um all those uh they have like an app or something where you can get streaming stuff yeah uh yeah Hoopla. hoopla yeah yeah i recently signed up I, I re-signed up for a library card in the St. Louis City County and so that I could um, use Hoopla, the digital, uh, I guess, library, you know, lending system. Mm-hmm. And it's weird and, that it still has, like, the art, uh, the uh, the library kind of style of time yeah. period of renting it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. it's, it, um, but I did it so that I could... Um, I could get comics and specifically Batman uh, comics because I was reading along with the Brotherhood of Batman uh, podcast. I've I've slowed down a bit. I know, I know. Don't tell them. I know they don't listen. Immediately lost three <laughs> listeners or one, <laughs> two, one, one. Okay. Um, but yeah, anytime I could get you know the comic through Hoopla, that was. That was really useful. What they didn't have, and maybe they do now, and I learned this when I I tried to to get it from the library digitally, is Catcher in the Rye, um, and that's because the the estate, the Salinger estate, um, was adhering to Salinger's uh, desires that there never you be. You never read it. <laughs> <laughs> Drew Crowley. <laughs> that there never be a digital version created. Huh. Um, Interesting. And, yeah, it was only recently that I think Salinger's son decided that... Um, grabbed a scanner and went down. Well, he, he, his reasoning was, like, people... His students weren't reading it anymore. You know, the, the, the book itself wasn't being taught, and, and part of that was because of access to the book. And so many people are reading things digitally now... Um, and you couldn't get the catcher in the ride digitally that it was sort of like, well, if you continue to, you know, withhold this, there's a chance that it will just, it will no longer be, um, disseminated so widely. And so, right. uh, they somehow, they, I think they limited somehow the number of digital copies that are given to libraries or something. So it's still a limited number in some way. Um, but now you can get an ebook version of Catcher in the Rye. I feel like I would, I would want it the other way. I would want it to just be in print and have it become less and less, uh, 
part of a standard curriculum or whatever. Yeah. Is that it? Is that it's sort of forgotten? Yeah. Well, I, and I'm curious, is that desire a sort of gatekeeping desire or is it a like, um, because you don't think it deserves to be, um, a common sort of, you know, yeah, I don't I, know what the word is. I, I don't, it, it's, it's a, it's part of a canon of a certain era. Right. And I think it still holds up as a good, uh, example of that, but I don't, I don't know that it is, I don't know that any book deserves to last forever, you know? Hmm. Yeah. Just like, I don't know that any movie deserves to last forever. Yeah. It wants to live forever. Except Hashtag Prometheus. <laughs> yeah. Prometheus <laughs> is the exception to all rules. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, you know, um, the reason that he didn't want digital versions of the book is because the print version has coded messages in it that enact right. sleeper agents to murder. And they don't work on... It doesn't work It doesn't work screen. in Kindle. Yeah. Does it work on microfiche, you think? <laughs> yeah, definitely on microfiche. There's a special version for microfiche. <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, that, that, I guess, kind of leads to a, a question about the physical versus digital in general and how mm-hmm. that um, impacts use of library. I would think that it would make the um, the patronage of libraries, it, it would add a little bit of longevity and, and make it more broadly relevant than just people doing research or you know right. looking for old resources or whatever. And I think it certainly, it has held true... Um, in my own experience, not necessarily for me personally, but Chelsea checks books digitally out of the library like two or three times a week. Yeah. I have never read a full digital book. I got about three-fourths of the way through and couldn't do it anymore. I I start. I didn't, uh, until Lily was born, I really disliked um, e-books. Um, yeah. But it became sort of necessary... Um, just in the, the time that I had to read was always at night and I didn't want to have a light on, uh, in case that would bug, you know, Ashley when she was trying to sleep. So, and, and I could also read from my phone while I was putting Lily to bed. Um, when she was a baby, what about books on tape? Is that your question? Yeah. Antiquated uh, term, I suppose, but yeah, like it. Could you have Audio done that, books. or did you do that? Audiobooks, there you go. Sorry. I, yeah, yeah I, I could have done that. I, I do prefer um, reading them to the audiobook format. Um, but I've, you know, now I'm less, I still prefer a physical book, but I'm just through convenience and ease of use and reading more ebooks now. Yeah, I haven't read an actual book cover to cover. Ever. Um, <laughs> in seriously 10 years or so like i oh wow i have an audible account i love that but um i and even when i buy books sometimes i try not to buy novels or fiction because i just like skimming certain books um that are like non-fiction do you but i just i can't commit to a actual book for some reason do you nick do you listen you said you have an audible account do you listen to books yeah like all the way through yeah i would i mean i i would personally 
consider that essentially reading a book. Like, yeah. I, I don't think that there's... Yeah, but I, I will tell you that a lot of people are very precious about it. Yeah. You know this, but um, but when I when I say that I was reading a book, and then later in the conversation I say something about listening to it, they're like, I... I've gotten this a hundred times where, Oh, you're, you're not actually reading it. And I'm like, right. Oh, wow. I, I wasn't um, looking for your approval. I was just trying to communicate. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, you're literally not reading it. You're listening yes. to it. So I have a, I, I can't remember if I talked about this before, but, um, I was listening to a, a, uh, talk from Brandon Sanderson, who's an author I've talked about on the show before. And he was saying how, Ever since he's been, you know, a professional author, um, publishers and editors and everyone has constantly been, constantly been telling him that it's, you know, the, that books are are going to become a thing of a past. Like it's the end of the industry, and it has been the end of the industry since he started in the industry like yeah. twenty years ago. Um, and what he has seen. Uh, is a is a major shift in how people consume books, and he said that currently, um, ebooks make up. I think he said it was like a crazy number, like seventy percent of sales of a book. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Believe it. A print book makes up like ten percent, um, and the ebook makes up like twenty uh, percent, and. Um, and the, the reason for this is obviously because it's so much easier to store, you know, an audio file now. Yeah. I, I don't want to be that guy, but I hate books. Like at this point Mm -hmm. I am narrowing down. I've gotten rid of all my CDs and all of my movies, except for like a couple of like choice few, you know? Yeah. I want to do that with my books. I'm even doing that with my Oof. comics, which is a little bit Oof. weird. But I just I don't go <laughs> back to them enough. I, I, to I, I, I'm, I'm, I know, I know. I, it's I'm hemming and hawing. No, but, yeah. but but dude, here's the deal. I'm hemming and hawing, and and but I get it. Yeah. I don't want to like it. I don't want to accept it. But I get it. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. um, here's the the better version of it is that I'm in not wasting space with these books in my house just to have them and i'm giving them away to people that i think Ugh. would like them yeah i know that is good i'm the thing is it on i need to do it too and i don't want to do it because i look at my books and i look at all my movies and it's like my library yeah yeah and I i'm proud that. of my library yeah. both both uh book and video form yeah and so the thought of getting rid of that is I don't know. And again, it's it's just it's something I we're not with that, but just the um, I like the tactileness of them. Yeah. Um, I like that if my internet went down, I could still throw in a movie and watch it. Yeah. Um, but it does take up a lot of space. I mean, I, I I have the same complex that Adam has in terms of like I love having my library of books or my collection of movies, and I am trying to get away from that and only like with books like have physical versions of the ones that are very important to me or special to me and not necessarily every single book that i've purchased you know five percent of my books i've never even read yeah oh that's a that's a great point 
I, that, I mean, I have, I have them. Stacks of comics I haven't read yet. It's yeah. terrible. I'm kind of. I, I think I split the difference on that in that I, 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 I like burning books. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I I I like having the books that I'm into at any given moment. Like yeah. I, there there are definitely things that I would say if I if I had to like walk around the house and be like, I want to hang on to these things. I could I could pick out dozens of books that I, I definitely want to have right now. But a year from now, that could be totally different. And, you know, right. five years from now, it could be totally different. Whereas, like, movies, I don't, I don't care at all. I don't, I don't have any interest in owning those whatsoever. I, um, I definitely, but, that for me has lessened significantly for movies. Like, yeah, I also... We talked about Suncoast. We all went through a phase that we were building a, music, a movie yes, library, right? Huge, yes. Yes. Yeah, stacks yes. of VHS tapes. Yeah. DVDs, yeah. But, I think part of it was because exactly with the VHS tapes and then DVDs. And there was this point where you were just like, wait, I have to buy all those movies again. And then when we switched to digital, it was a lot easier to see those as just like temporal things that I yeah. don't need. Whereas books are, have been around since, uh, Adam, when did the first book get written? <laughs> oh gosh. Oh, uh, let's see. <laughs> It's funny, you know. We're talking about this, and I'm thinking to myself, if I could, not turn if, back time, if, uh, if I could find a way, find uh, a way. <laughs> get an external hard drive, mm-hmm. and actually digitally buy the movies that I would like to keep, I could probably let go of the physical copies of them. You can't do that. We. No, at- I'm, saying, I'm saying I could. I could do that. I'm just. Yeah, I'm having okay. this like thought now. Like yeah. I could actually do that. Adam, we. And we, then we did that. Ashley and I bought it's next to me. I could like touch it right now. We bought put that, a, we'll put that in the show notes. A huge all the all the movies that is all the movies in the show notes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, we didn't, but we didn't transfer the movies yet. So here's the thing. Oh jeez. I have this dream of taking all the Blu-rays and DVDs that I have and ripping them to uh, a computer and then storing them on this little you know server thing. Mm-hmm. and then being able to access them at any time. I immediately hit a roadblock when the software that I was going to use to rip uh, those devices didn't work correctly on a Mac. Mm. So I need to re It's been a couple years, so maybe now that's not a problem anymore, but that is my goal is to eventually have all of these discs that I have uh, copied onto my onto this hard drive and then throw those all away. I know we're kind of like way off topic now, but like there's certain things like I have my original we are VHS. Still talking about libraries. Yeah, yeah, yeah different. Just personal. My original libraries. VHS copy of uh, Holy Grail and my original mm-hmm. VHS copy of Nightmare of Christmas, and I'll never get rid of those. Yeah, yeah. So there are yeah. some there's certain ones that no matter what I will still always have. Absolutely. Yeah, I have a VHS copy of Akira with. That's pirated. That I bought from a record store when I Love was it. fourteen. Oh, yeah. yes. Love it. And that is ninety nine dollars. One hundred nine ninety five. Right. That's a that's a whole throwback, folks. Uh, but yeah, I have those, the same, you know, collectible kind of things. But yeah. when I when I did what Drew was talking about with my music, you know, five hundred CDs, I spent weeks. Yeah, ripping them. Yeah, that's and a really I, good point. I did that years ago. I never go back to them. Like, <laughs> it, there's there's been like three or four times where I was just like, 
Oh, that it, it, there's one album, Bentley Rhythm Aces. Uh, they, they did a mix, and it doesn't matter. But you can't get it anywhere. <laughs> And so I'll go digging through my hard drive and find that and listen to it once or twice and then forget about it for another year or two. Well, that's, yeah, the thing about music is unless it's something that is really rare or specific to your collection, you can generally find it anywhere streaming. And so it's easier to be less precious about that. I mean, I do have those, like, um, doomsday scenario run through my brain where i'm like well what if like you know spotify deletes all of their you know right what happens when all this stuff goes away i need to have my copy of it you know that like i signed i buy digital movies on uh through voodoo.com because sure because you can download the movie like there's they won't it's like with itunes you can't get the actual file but yeah when and there, there, I'm sorry. There was a movie service that was like cross-platform that just went down. Oh, it, is it Movies it, Anywhere? That's not the one I was thinking of. But it was there it, was the, something the, else like that. You yeah. know, John. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It's it was like the whole point of it is you could buy it on any platform, and yeah. as long as you logged it with them, then you could watch it through another platform. It would get backed like, up. Yeah, this is the perfect thing, and oh. I never bought anything off of it, and then they went bankrupt and closed. Like, <laughs> I had to transfer. The, the, the only thing I had in that service was Drive, because I bought... <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> nice. The only DVD, the only Blu-ray that I've purchased oh in the last God. 15 years was Drive. <laughs> Why? And... <laughs> I don't know. I was just like smitten with it. I was like, "Oh yeah, drive." And Gotta uh, own drive. Yeah, so I backed it up to that service, never watched it, and then they're like, "This service is going uh, out of business. You need to do something with your with your yes. movie collection." And I, I logged I on and there was just the one file drive. Oh, I was hoping that you got an email from them saying, "John, do something about your copy of Drive." <laughs> I can't remember which one. I also had a similar, I had an online thing. I had one or two movies on it, not as awesome as Drive, um, but also went <laughs> under. And I don't even think, like, I bothered to like, get them. I was like, whatever. Yeah. yeah. You had gone in 60 seconds on it. <laughs> Better than Drive. I think I had, I get, like, a copy for, like, you, when you signed up, you got, like, pick any movie for free off this oh, list. Right. And uh, I picked yeah. uh, Ultraviolet, I think. Oh. That the sounds Mila like a Jovovich movie they give away for yeah. free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I never actually watched it. So, <clears throat> I this so I guess getting this back sort of into the more concrete realm of what we were talking about earlier. I I <clears throat> I don't have any concerns about like losing my my digital backups of things or losing access to stuff just because I feel like I'm most of the stuff that I really love, I feel like I've internalized to such a degree mm. that I don't ever need to read it or watch it or listen to it again to yeah. still get the the feeling from it that I want to. But must be nice to have a good memory, John. <laughs> well, let's think. I don't even know that I can recall so it. I just recall the feeling that I got from it. And so oh, that's okay. enough, you know, still, but that must be nice. But, but I, I'm terrified at the prospect that that methodology gets applied to a public library. Like to the mm-hmm. point where they're just like, well, 
70% of what people are checking out is digital, so we don't need all of this space, you know, for people right. to congregate Ooh, in. Or yeah, whatever. I don't like that at all. That really troubles me. Well, I think that just means we should all continue to support our local libraries. Or begin. Or begin to. Yeah. 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 It's never too late to start. <clears throat> oh, let me yeah, throw out one last library pro tip. Uh, it, you guys know lynda.com? No? Lynda.com? Can you hear me? You're all... You're, you're a little yeah, chap. You're, you you're breaking up like crazy. Lynda.com. Yes. L- Linda um, Hamilton, something about robots. <laughs> Linda, yeah, some Linda Hamilton fan <laughs> site. All right. Uh, Linda.com is a tutorial site that has all the Adobe software and a bunch of other stuff. And if you have a library account, you can get Linda for free. Mm. And it's very good. Oh, you can get it for free with your library card? Yeah. Whoa. Uh, Lynda.com is now LinkedIn Learning. It's been bought out. What? But it still functions as Lynda.com. All right. I'm I'm looking at it right now. Okay, ignore what Nick said. Do not support (laughs) that. (laughs) LinkedIn Learning. LinkedIn Learning. All right. Yep. What a that's a good that's a good does, thing. Good thing does to go Facebook out on. on LinkedIn. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for Jesus your support Christ. of this podcast, LinkedIn <laughs> yes. Learning. Yeah. Go to LinkedInLearning.com to access all of your Lynda.com files. You yeah. Can and, do it today. And all you uh, need check, is an internet connection. <laughs> and check out this book I read. It's called <laughs> Drive. It's the novelization. <laughs> <laughs> guys, guys, I think I think the librarian just got here. Uh, so we should we should probably. Oh yeah, gosh, we're getting. Where, where do we put this? We should probably put it in the archive. Okay. okay. Where Bye. is that in the Dewey Decimal no. System? Make sure you bring it back in two weeks. Is that next to the naked ladies? <laughs> it's under etiquette. Oh right, right. Okay. Shh. Bye. Bye. <laughs>